Speak on it with who you with, Kirk, though. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Welcome to Speak on it with who you with, Kirk, though. I'm out. I'm out. I'm am I'm Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. Welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. I'm am I'm am I'm am I'm am Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. I'm am Welcome, I'm am Welcome, I'm am Welcome, welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. Welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. I'm am Welcome, welcome, I'm am Welcome, welcome, I'm am Welcome, welcome, I'm am Welcome, welcome, I'm Welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you wear curse though. I'm am Welcome, welcome, I'm am Welcome, welcome, I'm am Welcome, welcome, I'm am Welcome, 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 welcome to speak, man. Welcome to speak, man. Welcome, welcome to speak, man. I'm at welcome to speak, man. Welcome, welcome to speak, man. I'm at welcome to speak, welcome to speak, welcome to speak, welcome to speak. Welcome to speak, I'm am. 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 I'm am. I'm am. I'm am. I'm am. Who you with, Kurt Doe? Happy Thursday to everyone. Welcome to Speak on it with Who You With, Kirk Dog. I'm M, Who You With, Kirk Dog. want to welcome everyone to the show on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, D-Live uh, is in the house. Welcome, S.A. Al. I see you came on the show right away. Uh, tonight, I've been talking about it all week long. Um, this is our last show for the year, and uh and Miss Risky is gonna uh, tell us her testimony, the reason why she wasn't here last week, and then we also want to know what are you doing for Christmas. So uh, y'all know I get excited whenever it come down to uh, thank you, babe. Whenever it come down to uh, uh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> whenever it come down to. Uh, uh, Thursday night when I could be on the show with my girl, Miss Risky. Miss Risky with the hair fried, dyed, and laid to the side, <laughs> looking good today. <laughs> it ain't fried and dyed. I mean, it's fried and dyed for somebody. I just <laughs> hey, while, while we're taking this break, we need to put this show together. Um, <laughs> what we've been talking about all year long, so we're going to do it. Um, Man, how was your week? Exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> it was exhausting. Like, right. I don't even know, like, if you hadn't mentioned that it was payday tomorrow, I wouldn't know what day it was. Like, I've lost all. You gonna make it? Heimlich? You need me to come over there? Hey, my bartender is in the house tonight. Got me up here coughing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been a great week. We, what's going on, G Money? Um, it, see, I'm not the only one. I'm like, hey, <laughs> said, what's up? I see your new dude. That's what I'm talking about right there. She got it laying late, low to the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hey, we're gonna. Um, I haven't even tasted. I just you got that straw off the straw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in it. He's into it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to on that. Um, so what we're gonna do first, we're gonna do a little history first. We're gonna talk about a story. Then we're gonna uh 
uh, talk about our health a little bit. Um, Miss Risky going to tell a testimony from last week why she wasn't here. Yeah, What's going on? Everything <laughs> like it's like oh, hold I on, now, Chris. Lord, <laughs> hold on, Chris. <laughs> no, Chris talking about uh, sound like COVID cough. No, we ain't claiming that. Uh, no, <laughs> we're not claiming that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I got a story about that too. Uh-uh. See, we haven't talked. Have we talked? Well, we'll talk about it. I don't think we. Well, it goes in with while I was out. <laughs> oh, okay. I had to get tested before I got my checkup. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get in with the history. And okay. um, uh, once we get finished with the history, the testimony, then what we're going to do, we're going to open up the phone line. So if y'all want to call in, tell us what your plans are uh, for the Christmas. Y'all more than welcome to call in. Mm-hmm. Go ahead with your history. Right. So this one, I'm sure I'm but- butchering her last name. And it's not too much of history, but um, her invention um, and her in, uh, uh, and what she contributed is kind of helping us get through this quarantine. So anyway, Lisa Gelobter, G-E-L-O-B-T-E-R, she was born in 1971. So she's still, you know, a young Tenderoni, um, graduated from Brown University in 1991. Um, At just uh, 20 years old, uh, she um, graduated from Brown uh, with a degree in computer science, concentrating in machine learning, Uh, and artificial intelligence. Uh, She was a member of the New York uh, Urban League STEM Advisory Board. Uh, She uh, has over 25 uh, years of experience in the tech industry, uh, developing software and other internet technologies. Uh, Her work uh, experience includes projects such as Shockwave, multimedia gaming platforms and uh, being a part of the senior management team that uh, launched online uh, video streaming services like Hulu, which is like, listen, Hulu is just everything for me. Uh, So she's also acted as chief chief digital officer for BET, uh, Black Entertainment Television. Uh, network. Uh, she helped pioneer the development of video on the um, internet through online video companies, um, Bright Cove, Joust, like I said, Hulu, and uh, Feedroom, the Feedroom. She set the foundation for the team credited uh, with the creation of graphic interchange format. As we all know, GIFs. And we use those daily, whether it's in messaging, text, uh, just posting on uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever your form is. Gifts are like the new way of speaking to people. Uh, so uh, in 2015, Jalabader joined the U.S. Digital uh, Service world, uh, working at the White House. Uh, she helped in the redesign of improvement of healthcare.gov. So that's something that's being uh, currently being used under the Obama, um, uh, under his uh, regime. <laughs> uh, so, and it's still uh, going strong for now. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, that, of course, was used to enroll Americans in health care insurance coverage uh, under the uh, Affordable uh, Care Act. She took on the role of chief digital service officer, and like I said, for under the Obama administration. She also helped reconfigure the U.S. Department of Education's college source card to provide users with um, comparative data of higher education institutions. So this um, was a tool that many students can use and parents to um, help make informed decisions uh, on in which colleges best suited their needs based on make metrics of uh, cost, mm -hmm. uh, graduation rates, employment rate, average amount, borrowed and loan um, default rates. In uh, 2017, she co-founded Techitables, uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, um, a technology-driven company with a focus on making the workplace more inclusive. So again, mm -hmm. like uh, the education, just uh, figuring out who's who in the company, how many uh, people they have in certain groups, uh, race, age, and think demographics and things like that. So um, she's in her, you know, 40-something years of life, she's done things that we're using today and benefiting from. Um, and, you know, Give a shout out to her because listen, without Hulu and gifts, because I live online, like most of us, we just be like trying to uh, fix up our pages on MySpace still. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the Black Air Magic still rolling today. Listen, she's done a lot. Like we, like even in our, like in our generation, in our lifetime, we're like, this is what we're using now. What else? She's very innovative, and yeah. you know, who knows what she's gonna do right now? That's cool. She's doing a lot of things. Born in 1971, so she's what, probably about 49 years old. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think she's because, uh, yeah, yeah, and six years she, older. Yeah, so 49. That resume is very long. At 20, she received a degree in computer science. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a small sister right there. Exactly. Like she just hit the ground run, running, and, and co-founder and and a lot of ideas that you know we still use, and that's going to be used um, for probably many generations. Exactly. Um, so that's that's our history lesson for today. Um, man, that's that's good information. Like history, current affairs, it's like all things because we still use it. And exactly. And she's still doing some great things in the world because when you have that much knowledge, there's no way you could just stop doing it. Exactly. And at such a young age. Yeah, right? she's, she's, she's just uh, she's getting the ball rolling. Like she's done so much. Like just imagine another 40, 50 years what she can do. And look like she's still working for the U.S. United States Department of Education. Mm -hmm. So, um very smart sister. Hey, my workplace and education. Exactly. So um that's why I tell people all the time, no matter what where you come from, don't ever believe someone telling you you cannot do something. Um because you can definitely do whatever you put your mind to it. 
I say that, but I'm gonna try to finish this drink, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to finish it or not. Cause it small sips. Small sips. <laughs> yeah, but it's so good. But it's like, oof. I don't so know. in about 20 minutes, you're gonna be like cocked to the side, headphones. <laughs> <laughs> be like, mm. It was uh, like a new trend. <laughs> like, is that a mohawk? That brother got a mohawk? No, those are headphones. No, nah, that's the headphones. <laughs> um but all right, we last night you uh text me a story, sent me a story last night, which is very disturbing. Uh, disturbing when you hear about stuff like that. Um, um it it really kind of messed me up because I was on the show last night and I was like, okay, you want to talk about it tonight or tomorrow? So we decided to talk about it today. And yeah, because it's like all these stories of false imprisonment based on just one person's testimony. Um, and I don't know who she was and what made her more credible. But uh, this um, uh, in 1983, Walter Forbes, he at the time was a full time student at Michigan's Jackson's Jackson Community College when he broke up a fight. A bar fight. The next day, one of the men involved in the bar fight shot Forbes. So a year later, <laughs> the shooter, Dennis Hall, died in an apartment fire that appeared to have been intentionally set. Forbes became the prime suspect in the eyes of the police because of the two men's altercation at the bar. Um, the yeah, so yeah, the pre yeah at the bar. So Forbes was arrested and convicted of arson and murder in May 1983. He was sentenced to life in prison. At age 63, Forbes was uh, exonerated on November 20th, three years after key witness Anise Kinnebrew uh, admitted in 2017 that she lied in her testimony. Uh, in addition to the evidence that was brought up, uh, it was a uh, thought or evidence were uh, brought out that uh, indicated that the fire in 83 may have been a case of an insurance fraud from the apartment manager. Uh, and and, and it, after all these things came together, they, it prompted a retrial. And uh, Kenna Brew testified that she saw Forbes and two other men burn down the apartments. And this was in 82. So they based that on what she said. She saw him and two other men. But incidentally, the two men, like after they were investigated, uh, one uh, did a, pol uh, what do you call it? Test and was acquitted. And the other one, uh, they just dropped the charges and he was the only one that was sent to jail over that testimony even though she said she saw him and two other men uh, so ultimately Kennebrew admitted that she never even seen Forbes she didn't know that man she claimed that she falsely accused him because she was being threatened in the neighborhood by some men uh, David Jones the owner of the apartment building 
um, that Hall died in was convicted in another arson conspiracy scheme in 1990, in which a man died in that uh, fire as well. Oh, so, like <laughs> this man just sent buying buildings and burning them up after you know he you know just get a little little change in his pocket. Um, and in 1982, um, the arson fire, he uh, the insurance paid him fifty thousand dollars for that. So fifty thousand dollars for that, and a man went to jail for life for you know just for that. But in and pretty much like even though he's out, he's sixty three years old. He spent four decades in prison. So his whole life for fifty thousand dollars and a false testimony, <laughs> and just you know, just crappy police work and just they just saw him and it was just an easy <laughs> and, and and there's and then who's who knows like you know the system fails a lot of people in certain economic situations and there are probably hundreds or thousands of other men who are innocent and just one person testified that they saw this person and oh that's good enough for us so I don't know if he was, I'm sure he was awarded something. I didn't see that in the story that I got this from. I'm sure it's coming and I'm sure there's going to be a, a, a TV show series, you know, 40 years of my life. <laughs> yeah, Chris, it, I, I, I pulled up her Facebook and I don't know if this is her or not, but it's a good chance it may be. And reading some of the comments on her Facebook Congratulations on being responsible for sending an innocent man to be jailed for decades. Very nice of you. Mm-hmm. Someone asked, what's wrong with you? By your head in shame. He had a five-year-old child, 37 years in prison. How could you lie about someone like that? His someone, whole someone else said, Yo, I asked she be in prison. You lied. You're going straight to hell. Um, yeah, I read a comment of uh, someone saying that he sh- or she should finish his sentence because she took pretty much his life. All his good years. I mean, like, I don't know what his health is like, but 63, you know, in prison life. And, exactly. Like, now, now, the question is, um, do you think the the person that lied, especially since she got paid, do you think uh, she should be the one to pay for his time in prison? Not saying that she can. Well, I mean, I think she should pay with her life. Like she she wasted thir- uh, forty years of this man's life, and they- for what? Because she was bully- being bullied. Like, call the cops and say, hey, these men, <laughs> like, I don't know what kind of neighborhood they live in. I don't know if they're under those street uh, rules where snitches get stitches or something. I don't know. <laughs> listen, I'm telling all I tell I tell my circle of friends, listen, I will tell on your mama. <laughs> I'll be on the first 48 with a steam pot and a margarita and be like, oh, look at that king crap. Let me tell you about their aunties. I tell on the whole family. <laughs> Over a steam pot. I ain't going to waste my whole time, you know. No, I, I got things to do. Netflix series to uh, watch, like, and Hulu. 
Like, no. I ain't so, gonna lie. so, and the fact that she's a grown, like she was a grown woman and she lying. knew the dangers of lying on a black man at that. Like, yeah. come on. It don't take much. Did you, uh, did you see her picture? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's why I like. Like, I wasn't sure, like, because there were so many, but I didn't really look at it because I was still trying to figure out if um, there was more news uh, with the story. But I'm sure more news will come out. What's she look like? Um, someone else wrote, <clears throat> if this is the right person, and whoever the dumbass lady is laughing about, <laughs> about it, well... They both shall receive all the karma for every year this man spent in prison while they live their lives. Now, if this is the right person, she did get married, um, I guess, eight years ago. And I'm sure she had a nice full life full of just whatever, but she had a full life of freedom. You know how we do, girl. You trifling, trifling. <laughs> that was somebody put on the comment. I don't know if this is the correct person, but hopefully she. Oh, the one with the headband. No, this one don't have a headband. Hmm. Hold on. I don't see her in this story, but something lured me. Like it's, I, it's, it's it had Facebook. her name or uh, Michigan man, but there's a woman picture, but she's not in the story that I clicked on. So, I'm yeah. trying to. I didn't go all the way down. I'm trying to see. I if, just uh, searched for her name. I did it on Facebook. Well, once I Google her name, it came up on Facebook. When her Facebook came up, that's the only person I see with with that particular name. Uh, good. Uh, maybe I should look on Facebook. The good thing about it, I'm glad that. Uh, and she eventually told the truth. Yeah. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of innocent people that will have one eyewitness and they go to jail for a long time. Can you imagine uh, the the trouble that this child went through? Right. Five years old and 37 years later. And then all the stuff that sh that child went through in school, knowing her dad's in prison for life. Like the right. So uh, the picture uh, that you're looking at is uh, does she have a circle around her face talking about vote make a plan? Yeah. Listen, yeah, that will be her. Uh, she needs to drink some more water because them circles under them eyes. I mean, you don't get a full face shot, but a raw. Uh, <laughs> she needs some water. Like I said, when I when I seen it, it I jumped. I jumped because I was like, wait a minute now. Uh, listen, if this song, listen, she may make it in prison. I'm just saying. <laughs> just on that look. <laughs> Wait, say she look like she she'll be ruling the prison. She look like her name should have been Shirley, Big Shirley. Um, and she's in like if you need stuff, she's the person you go to. Like she, like if you need to use the phone, you gotta go through Big Shirley. That's who she looks like. <laughs> hey. Y'all go over there, big bubble girlfriend over there. She running this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, yeah. So, that's, I don't know. So, we'll just leave it at, at that. Yeah, that's some good information. <laughs> but, but yeah, like all these people who give false testimony, there should be 
they should be held accountable for their actions because, you know, they are in some way taking a life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like the Emmett, the lady who uh, lied on Emmett Till and got him killed, the 14 year old boy. And oh, yeah. 80, what, how old was she? 83? And then uh, she was like, I lied. And they're not going after her because she's too old. Well, they said uh, Bill Cosby to jail, and he barely see. <laughs> exactly. Like, 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 who's making these regulations, and like, who's determining who's fit to go to jail and who's not? Like, is old like, old age should not determine whether or not you get fully sentenced, because there are kids who are getting sentenced the full ride to the penitentiary. And they, you know, they can be reformed. They're children, some of them. But like old people, old people can kill you. Like they just got the what? The Golden Gate, uh, Golden State Killer, and he was all <laughs> here. <laughs> and they sent him to jail because he was probably still, and he was in law enforcement. And that's why they couldn't uh, catch him. So I'm just like, who picks and chooses? Like, oh well, they're eighty. They're feeble. Mm. Yeah, so she's actually uh, uh, 86. She's still living. She should be right there with a uh, big bubble girlfriend because I don't care. You lied, you lied. Exactly. And, and because of your lie, it caused a life to be taken. Um, I bet you if that was a Hey, well, put it like this. It been seri- uh, people that found out they did stuff long time ago and now they up in age. They still right. take them to jail. So hell, exactly. she shouldn't be no different. Exactly. But, because, but because she's in Mississippi and she's a, a white woman, they're not going to press the charges, which it shouldn't make a difference. That's why we talk about all the time. Um the difference between black law and white law. If that was in, um, say, Michigan, that woman would be in jail or somewhere, or some are yeah. our, our, our law should and justice should be weighted equally. Exactly. So, but that's uh, man. Hope the brother uh, come out do what's right and get some counseling for the simplified. You've been locked up for four decades. Mentally, that have to be bad. Um, and whatever type of treatment he received, and I feel like the person that lies should pay for all of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's good information. That's good mm-hmm. information. So, um, last week, you wasn't here. Did you miss me? You know I did. You know I did. Uh, I I completely forgot about. It. I was like, wait a minute, where Miss Risky? Then when I texted you, like, uh, I'm having little issues right now. I was like, oh my bad, because I, I was ready for for Thursday night, but so, yeah. So like, I've been having issues, like feeling pains here and there. Um few times I thought I was like it was my appendix um just sweating just the p- 
pain and nausea, but then it'd go away. Um, but think other things were happening in such a short amount of time. I decided to like go to a, what do they call them? A gastro, a gastrointestinal doctor. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. And, um, did a pelvic because he was like, well, we want to make sure it's not your lady parts because, you know, he's old and they're lady parts. <laughs> so apparently those are good. <laughs> My lady parts are good. And so I went in and, and they scheduled me for a colonoscopy. And so let me tell you, before I had to get the colonoscopy, I had to do the COVID test, which is why I've been couch surfing this whole time to avoid getting a swab up the nose. And when I tell you, I went up there and the girl was just like, she just didn't care. And at one point I told her to abort mission. I was like, just give me a minute, just abort. She left the swab up in my nose. And I was like, that's not what abort means. Like cease all actions, like pull everything out. <laughs> and then she's like, well, let me know when you're ready. It's like, at this point, it's already in my nose. Like it's stuck in my sinus cavity. Like I can feel it. And so she finished traumatizing. I don't ever want to do that again, but of course, COVID clear. So the process of just getting like, like if you feel like something's not right, you know your body, get checked out. Don't try to suck it up, just get checked out. Fortunately, um, my colonoscopy, everything was clear. There was nothing. So we still, maybe it was just really bad gas. I have no idea. Um, But everything else checked out so or you know so but it's like uh especially in our community where we don't go seek help unless like, something's falling off of us um uh, like an open wound we get shot stabbed and that's maybe maybe your homeboy just dig it out and you're like just sitting there with a bandage i don't know we need to get checked out we need to you know because people like um chadwick bozeman the actor who played King T'Challa in um, Black Panther. He was in his 30s when he got colon cancer. And we didn't find out until he was like two weeks from, you know, the upper room. <laughs> like, he's, he died at 43. Been struggling with it for four years. Surgery, uh, chemo. He was at stage three when they discovered it. And I want to say he was probably, what, uh, in 2016, 39, 38. And usually, like my doctor said, um, people don't usually get colonoscopies until they're older, like 50. And I, they keep lowering the age because insurance, they wouldn't cover it unless you hit that 55. Well, this year, 50. And then with all these people dying and developing these symptoms they're like you know what we're gonna include this as a part of like just the overall wellness because people are discovering these things when it's too late yeah you know uh, because you don't know what to look for um daryl strawberry baseball player diagnosed with colon cancer in 1998 at the age of 36 uh, he survived, um, but in 2000, you know, the cancer returned, but, you know, he he fought it off. I don't know if he's still alive. I didn't see that. I think he's still alive because uh, uh, the story said he's running 
um, some kind of therapy for cancer victims with his wife somewhere. Cuz I don't know what what the where uh, what timeline that story was but <laughs> I think he's still alive. I I don't remember seeing anything about that. Um but I think he's still alive. Sharon Osbourne. Yes, he is. All right. The wife of legendary uh rocker Ozzy Osbourne was diagnosed with uh, colon cancer in 2003. And she's currently in remission. And then more recently, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, she's the second woman to serve on the Supreme Court um, starting in 1993. Uh, she discovered she had colon cancer in 1999 um, while being treated for other illnesses that were unrelated to her uh, colon area. Uh, and then she recovered, and then 10 years after that, she ended up getting pancreatic cancer. Um, she died September 18th of this year um, due to complications from metastatic pancreatic cancer. So it's like, and there are other stars and celebrities who, who had uh, developed cancer, colon cancer. Some survived, some didn't. But the thing is, at the point of where when they discovered it, it was like too late. And that's what you need to try to avoid, because now with all the chemicals in these foods, things are starting to grow faster and accelerate it. Take care of yourselves and get checked out. Don't be afraid to go see a doctor. You know, even if you're like, well, you know, I may be blocked up. I try to eat some fiber or whatever. Listen, just go see a doctor. They've seen it all. They listen. They've seen it all. Just get yourself treated. If you're having complications with heartburn, you know, don't let those go, you know, because it could be, you know, early warning signs for a heart attack. You know, if you're, you know, feeling all these aches, get them checked out. Better be safe than sorry. Exactly. Um, looking at the research, colon cancer is the second most deadly form of cancer after lung cancer, but it's one of the easiest disease to detect in the in its early stage, uh, and also one of the most curable. So, if you've been diagnosed with colon cancer or if you're at risk for the disease, it's time to learn everything you can. And basically, going to the doctors to the doctor to get a regular checkup, that's the easiest way of um, trying to find out if you if have that's it. That's a necessary step. Yeah. And if you have cancer that, that is in your family, definitely get checked. I've been getting checked for um, uh, prostate, um, colon since I was 30. So... Um, because it do run in my family, but I want to make sure that if um if I ever develop develop it, I could get it cured, catch it early, and it's important because most people instead of going to the doctor, they want to try to treat everything at home. Oh, I could just uh take some Robitussin. <laughs> Let me put some Vicks on my chest. Exactly, it'll go away. Now, yeah. go lie you, down, eat some crackers. <laughs> like you, those home remedies don't work all the time. 
Exactly. And this is something that we have to take more serious about uh, our health, because especially the brothers, the brothers, because um, back in the days, the only way they could check your prostate was that old finger. But now they can detect it by a blood test. So it's uh, so definitely get checked out. It's very important. Uh, do yourself a favor instead of um, trying to figure out, well, what is this pain? What is that? Should I get checked out? Should I not get checked out? It's best that you know, because if you are worried about it, you're making yourself sick. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. You're making it worse. Checked. And then you'll be one of those that's like, oh, you're stage four prostate or colon cancer. Stage four? Like you missed all those steps because you were ignoring little simples, you know, and a lot of times they don't just hit you at once. Like they're like, you know, your body, you know, if you're a morning pooper or you're used to pooping three times a day or whatever, I don't know the number, but you know, and then all of a sudden nothing for like weeks at a time, or, you know, if this not regular for you, you may want to get checked out. And if your doctor says, well, it may be just this. At least go see a doctor and weed out and, you know, things that it's not. Like, you know, and so that you're not 39 years old or 45 and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, there's nothing we can do at this point because you never got checked out before. You could have caught this earlier. Like, though, you know, all those hemorrhoids or all the, the constipation and all this stuff. You, if you had come to see us when those things were happening, we could have caught it. Um, and then uh, I saw a comment, Darren Patterson. Um, it looks like uh, he was asking if it was a pain for procedure. No. You said uh, that that's the work. question. I'm looking on YouTube. <laughs> oh, because the comments is not coming up on my stream. I don't know why. Yeah, I didn't uh, see any. <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking right. at some of it. Uh, no, it's not painful. I mean, it probably is, but they give you that stuff that killed Michael Jackson profitable. Profi- <laughs> I don't know. But listen, what I tell you, like they put it in the IV. You're like, all right, just relax. And then I just, I remember waking up like aliens abducted me <laughs> and I had no memory of what had happened. I, know I heard that. nothing. I saw nothing. Um, but they did say, because my body, listen, and this is probably why people don't get checked out because the stuff you have to do before to prepare <laughs> for that colonoscopy, I had to call upon my ancestors to get me through this. I called on Jesus, Jehovah, Buddha, <laughs> the Skurlock, Schrifer, uh, and, 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 you know, all the, the, the ancestors, a texted Curtis, <laughs> sent out a prayer. Because the day two of me taking this stuff, because it's a two-day process, horrible. My body started to reject it to the point where it just kind of sat. It didn't go all the way through, but I got most of it down. Uh, a quarter of it's in the sink because I, I did, a, you know, exorcism. <laughs> it was like I was exorcism. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I actually vomited on the table. And then they said, um, 
that they have to give me more medication or something. So I, I'm not, I, I may have woken up because I remember <laughs> the story my mom told me when they put her under for her heart or something like that. She started fighting the doctors when she was under. <laughs> and I know I swat if something, like if I see a stray, if my eyes are open and, but I'm unconscious, I will swat. <laughs> which happened at the dentist's office. I got that. They gave me too much nitrous. And all of a sudden that arm came around. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden it was like, Whoop. <laughs> and well, they can't really strap you down in those situations because you're at the dentist's office. But I'm pretty sure I probably came out of it before I was supposed to. And they were like, nope, got to give them more. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I cannot. But what I, I mean, I think I got uh, a few more years before I need to get checked out again, but uh, I, I just, I don't want to go through that process again. Now, uh, I cannot see the comments on YouTube. I mm -hmm. see it's an X spot, so, uh, so if you are on on YouTube, if I yeah, see radio's it. there. Hey, radio, T Cal's there. Welcome y'all to the show. I just don't see it. Marcellus, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah, I sent Marcellus a text last night. I'm like, look, man, I'm I'm upset at you right now. <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But for the fellas, uh, getting your pros uh, colonoscopy is really a good a good thing to do. Yeah, trust me. The when I had mine last time. And it should be coming up this year, next year, because uh, I go back every five years. But um, when I had it, I'm in there talking to the guy, and I was talking about something. Then all of a sudden, I woke up and I started finishing my conversation. He's like, "We're done." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "What?" He was yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah we're, we're no, done." Like it's just it's weird, and I'm like kind of, I kind of, I'm a. I'm not too much of a control freak, but like, say we're going out or whatever, I drink to a certain point. Like, I'm still lucid because I like to control situations. And when you're at the mercy of doctors, I think my body, like, there's an internal something deep down inside that's like keeping me safe. And it's like, fight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, no, that's not the time when they're probing your, you know, booty hole. <laughs> Exactly. Or getting uh, you know routine dental work. But, man, I didn't I didn't realize we had a lot of coming comments came in on the Yeah, I just I was like, oh that's a lot. I'm like, hold on, because for some reason it's not showing it on on my stream. So um I yeah, see Darren, radio. it may be internal fear. It's like that losing control or yeah. because that's what it is, like even when I go to get like get massages or whatnot, uh, go to the chiropractor, they put those little stem, e-stem thingies on you. And there's one where they put it on your shoulder and your arm jerks. Well, <laughs> I would always try to control <laughs> the jerking. Like you can't, it's electric, like you can't control it. And I'm walking out worse than I came in because I'm, I can't relax and let go and let things take care of me <laughs> exactly. but you know baby steps 
Okay, I'm I'm reading through some of the comments on YouTube and they tripping. <laughs> uh, I wish I could see them uh, on the stream because it would be much better. But yeah, for some odd reason I cannot, and I don't know why. Um, but hey, we're here. We're having a good time. Um, uh, welcome to the show. I see Julie P. Duncan on Facebook. She sent in a message. Um, and also, if you're in the Longview area next uh, Saturday, Saturday, if you are in Longview, she's doing a pop-up shop, um, have women clothes and accessory. So definitely check her out. Miss Martin, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, miss y'all. Love y'all. Um, hopefully we'll be out of punishment <laughs> soon. <laughs> Soon, very soon. Um, uh, I see Trump. Oh, I said I see Trump. Lord have mercy. What's in that drink? <laughs> that propofol. I, I told you. I told you. She she hooked it up today. I'm I'm like, hey, I haven't drink anything in a while because normally I'm just drinking water. So um, uh, I don't know that drink kind of strong. Mm -hmm. But um uh see radio Marcella's T Cal. Uh, and uh, and Marcella still wants to know what he do. Uh okay, let me tell you what, what radio and Marcella's both did. Oh see, what y'all do <laughs> last night uh, on Ask Kirk Dog Anything. Well, Marcella started talking about the blues last night. Mm -hmm. And then radio, he started talking about um, uh, Dennis, I think it's Dennis Chambers. Uh, he's the drummer for P-Funk um, with uh, George Clinton. Then he brought up, um, what was her name? Golly. Um, I forgot the young lady name. She He brought that up. And I'm like, man, so reading the story on this young lady, um, She's a jazz singer. Uh, she have a twin. Uh, she was born blind because she had her mother had a complication with the with the uh, delivery. She was born blind. Her brother was um, born with hearing loss. But she's a famous jazz artist. And um, I'm like, man, so I'm up here looking at all these, listening to them play. And I'm like, okay. Then I went on over to the blues because Marcellus was throwing out different songs last night. So I sent him a message last night. I said, you know what? I really don't like you right about now. <laughs> I said, because I said on the show I was going to end up um, being on the show, staying up late last night, listening to stuff. And I went to... Um, start pulling up some old blues stuff and I'm like man so I sent them a couple of clips I said yeah I don't like you right now he was like gave me a thumb up I said okay but it was it was good I love the fact like I told him I said man when it come down to music especially old school stuff give me a head up heads up so I can uh, have my music in here with me then I could name off songs, but listening to um, uh, uh, JT last night, my last $2, um, 
um, who was that? Carl Sims. <laughs> um, you probably don't know about all these, but yeah, some good, yeah. some but, good uh, blues. A friend of mine, she's trying to. Um, she was asking me what kind of records I'm into because I, I'm getting back into vinyl. And uh, I guess they're trying to see what kind of gifts since they found a record store. And I was like, listen, I'm a weirdo. Like all of a sudden, like just, I like all kinds of music, but my heart's like 80s disco and pretty much psychedelic, hippy dippy, uh, <laughs> 1960s, you know, bands. <laughs> and then, or in Euro, you know, uh, punk bands. Uh, I'm just like T-Rex and all, <laughs> and uh, Ziggy Stardust. Like that's what's playing. Like the music that plays in my head when I get creative, and that's like my soundtrack. Like sometimes it's like, and so it's it's, it's funny. You're like all on the other spectrum, the R&B, blues, and jazz, and I'm like Euro trash. Woo! <laughs> Are uh, you reading the comments in YouTube? Listen, they're hilarious. <laughs> they are. You, listen, Flock of Seagulls had a, a good hit. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, they said um, that I ran so far away. I can't sing, so <laughs> I think that's Flock of Seagulls. That's why I yeah, like stuff right. like that. I love the 80s, I love Wham. I oh, Wham was the jam. Listen, back then. George Michael. Any up Michael? Before you oh, listen. Yeah, mind. I have the <laughs> I have the LP. I have two, and I just I love it. And then like it's just random. Like I love my disco. I have my Donna Summer extended versions of songs, and I'm like I will geek out to that in a minute. And Pink Floyd. I love uh, Led Zeppelin. I love my, like, just, but right now I think I'm looking for T-Rex greatest hits or anything with 70s movie soundtracks. I have BAMP, which nobody saw that movie in the 80s. <laughs> it's got Grace Jones in it. She's a vampire. I recommend it. It's on YouTube. Watch it. It's amazing. Well, um, they tell me that. They talking about me, see. Mm-hmm. Aaron P- Patterson talking about um uh, well first he said um uh I miss chatting with y'all. Yeah, I guess he's talking about my drink talking about uh bad drugs. No, I don't do drugs. There's <laughs> <laughs> talking about we something get high on life, buddy. Exactly. Marcella's talking about it's something in that drink seeing Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you look you, it's probably a Cheeto. <laughs> you got some Cheetos there, some little puffs. Um, and I said he's a big fan of a street performer. Always interesting. Yes, you can find some great street performers, but here in Dallas, we have a bunch of um lo- local artists that doesn't get recognized like they should. Um, not sure where you're located, Darren, but. But if you ever get the opportunity uh, here in Dallas or whenever Corona let us out, if you ever hear about, okay, Siri, stop tripping. (laughs) Um, If you ever hear about uh, uh, Sean Martin uh, doing a go-go party, 
I'm going to tell you now, wear some comfortable shoes and go. And don't wear nothing fancy. Do not wear anything fancy because you're going to be upset and trying to send him your cleaning bill because you're going to dance and you're going to sweat. So um, uh, definitely try that. Um, oh, still yeah. with this. He's into a country. I'm into old country. That old school, like the good, like before pop got introduced, like Crystal Gale, the yeah. Oprah's Boys. Oprah's Boys. Uh, I used to love that video. Pat, when they... uh, Patsy Cline. And then Loretta Lynn, was, I was obsessed with her when I was young. I loved old school Dolly Parton when she was a little chubby. She was so cute. I wanted to be her when I grew up. So, yeah, I like, I, I still like, I still have an appreciation for old school country and some current country music. Um, and then, let's see, who? Radio says he's played Boot Scoot and Boogie. Listen, that's the song that's in every, was it, uh, karaoke? <laughs> I know those songs. Um, I used to love the Oak Ridge Boys back in the days. Um, they, they, they had a like, big... a, uh, like a, a show every weekend. Yeah, they, they used to be on Hee Haw quite a bit. Oh, yeah, listen, my family and I watch that every week. <laughs> yeah, we used to watch that. But then also, um, uh, I was a big fan of, um, uh, golly, uh, they on the tip of my tongue, guy. Um, taking it to the street. Um, oh, the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, which uh, Doobie do you do? <laughs> that was hey. what's happening. Blame it. <laughs> Radio said all my exes live in Texas. Yeah. That's a good song. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, um, Merrill Haggard, that's a, you know, he was uh, uh, one of the faves at karaoke's. Um, I do like Tim McGraw before he got fit, but he's still fine. But, you know, like that was my man back in the day. And then Faith got him. So. I have like two CDs of his. <laughs> I, and then my friend in college, she got me one of those Budweiser, I think it was a Budweiser cutout of him, like actual height. <laughs> and so I would come in the dorm and she's like, he's got beer for you. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to say Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Uh, he came yeah, out I was with Ricky Marcellus until you said that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they make fun of him on the radio station. I because uh, they say he sounds like Kermit the Frog. He's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and he does. So I can't shake that anymore. Like I can't. Well, once you started paying attention to what they were saying, you just automatic heard it. So <laughs> yeah, but there goes. <laughs> they said uh, Darren Patterson said, "I hate Tim McGraw." <laughs> For stealing my, my faith. Um, listen, we listen. Divide and conquer. We can we can break this up. You get faith, I get. <laughs> I don't mess up a happy home now. I know. I love them. I like both of them. So that's awesome. But yeah, so they they had me going last night thinking of um of um uh different songs. 
And I'm like, man, I. that's why I say sometimes we get on a show, we don't know what's coming up. And I'm like, okay. And my wife wasn't at home, so I couldn't have her to bring my iPod or my CDs in here if I could go through them. Because I have, I have cases of CDs. Um, the uh, pack is about this this thick, and it's full of CDs on both sides, and I have three of them. Yeah, so, I have the little, what is that little carrier we used to have with the CDs? Probably like 300 CDs in there. <laughs> of course, I, I think, love the Pearl Jam. Like, I like my old, you know, the old uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were so vulgar, and I remember coming home and discovering them and uh, sharing it with my mom and and the naughty songs. And she was like, she loved those songs. She's like, we have the same taste. Because <laughs> like, it's not something you could sing together because, you know, there's some lines in one of my favorite songs that's just like, Sir Psycho Sexy and... <laughs> See, growing up, growing up, I used to listen to um, uh, what's her name, Dorothy Moore, Misty Blue. Um, now if Miss Morgan's still on there, she may know what I'm talking about back then. Uh, that was more of a blues song, but it was good. And then every once in a while, we would sneak. Well, we supposed to be in the back room, but. We would listen to Millie Jackson, hear them in the front room playing Millie Jackson, and we're ears to the wall, like, huh, huh. So, yeah, that was that was some fun time, good music. And somebody recently posted a video of uh, 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 Millie Jackson, and they call her the the original old school. Oh, never mind. Some other people on here, but yeah, they they said she was the original. But Millie was good. She used to have a uh, song called Symphony, but that was the title of it. But it was um, uh, you have to pull it up. Have to pull it up. It was uh, yeah, she did her thing. Um, uh Marcella said Little Milton has a version of Misty Blue. Um Radio said I played in a country band on the road for three months. They worked us hard five sets a night. And radio and radio played the drums. So <laughs> you know he had it, and he say he still practiced, I think he said four hours a day now since COVID hit. Yeah. He still practiced four hours a day to stay up. And radio, you need to hit me up on Instagram. I'm I'm trying to uh, stalk you online, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know which ones you are. <laughs> but hey, since we are talking about this is our last show, uh, yes, uh, Miss Morton said Dorothy Moore did Misty Blue. That was a that was a good song. I loved it. Uh, I was like, man. See, I grew up in a time when it was live bands, um, where people they didn't they didn't. Um, it was original music, so uh, a lot of stuff was a lot of love songs. That's why I'm a lover, and uh, 
So it was it was always a lot of love songs had meanings to them. So oh, YouTube is working now. Um, yeah, I finally got a message from. <laughs> just pulled up Little Milton on the tube. We'll check out after show. I'm telling you, Little Milton is a that's a bad dude. Um, we talked about him last night, and I've had the pleasure of uh, seeing him in concert several times. Um, and um, he's great. He's very great. Um, so, uh, it, no, 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 no. It wasn't Little Milton. It was Bobby Blue Bland that I've seen in concert several times. I made a mistake. So, um <laughs> Radio That's said he don't have social media. Yeah. Uh, Queen, never heard of who? Uh, Adam uh, Lambert twice. And Adam Lambert solo two or three times. And I love that little boy. And Ricky Martin, my heart. He changed the date to the concert that's coming out next year. Now it's on a Sunday. I was like, you went from a Friday to a Sunday. We got to go to work, Ricky. Mr. I love three full encores. <laughs> I mean, we I have, that last one, it was on a Tuesday during the fair time. It was like the worst time. I was like, Ricky, don't ever do this during fair day. So you you know, never I, do freaking four encores. I had the opportunity of seeing uh, Luther before he passed. Luther? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and people was talking. I guess this was in. Ooh, it might have been. It had been in two thousand, uh, because my daughter wasn't born yet. But um, it had been in two thousand, and we went. It was Luther and Boys to Men in concert at the Star Plus, and Luther put on a great show. My yeah. first time seeing him, and I was like, man. Uh, and they kept saying when he went off they said hold on he gotta wear a certain jacket before that's the last set mm-hmm. and i'm like huh so he came he's not out over until the house light comes on exactly he came out to my oh y'all still here <laughs> <laughs> that was a great show i um, remember my first concert with my family michael jackson <laughs> the last time he was here in dallas Oh my gosh! It like I still remember it, and we were like, weren't quite maybe second, third tier, but he put on the best show, and I still remember it to this day. The lady with the mohawk and playing that guitar, and just rocking out and performing on stage—it was amazing. And I still like my mom kept the shirt and the bandana we have. It's in my closet now. <laughs> I, I should have worn it tonight. <laughs> I've never seen Mike in concert uh, live, but I seen Janet. But the one person that I I really love in concert was Prince. I never got a chance to see Prince. Oh man, you missed that! I've Listen, seen Prince several times. And one time, him and Tina Turner. Like I was like. I missed out. With Prince, Prince could the I think it was the last time. I think it was the last time I seen him. And a good friend of mine had uh surprised me with some birthday tickets. 
And literally, we was probably four rows from the stage. Um, and they surprised me with it. And I said, hey, I was like, okay. So we went to this concert and press. I, I think he, for a while, he performed by himself. He sent the band off and it was just him. And I said, man, that's a bad dude right there. So I love press concerts was always great for me. It was worth the money. Um, the Pesh Mode puts on a great show. Tony, I love the 80s. Listen, I, I love my little 80s rocks, rock band. And if you're from uh, England, you're up on so part. I'm a fan. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen them twice, and they put on a fantastic show. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. <laughs> well, um, since this is our last show, um, we're going to, like I told y'all, remind me um, next year when we come back. Um I'm I'm gonna do better by putting the number up for y'all can call in. Please do not call from a blocked number. I won't answer. Mm-hmm. I've been getting a lot of spam calls lately, so uh, I won't answer. But we want to know what are y'all doing for Christmas this year? Because my wife and I we just found out uh, yesterday we're not gonna go see our in uh, her parents this year. Which is um, uh, kind of sad because we love to go and visit them every year, but unfortunately, due to COVID, we're not gonna do it. So we're gonna um, be home. We will be home. I may do. Well, we're gonna still kind of do the traditional meal, the um, uh, Cornish hen, and I don't know. I may do some more seafood dressing. <laughs> I'll so, bring my Tupperware. <laughs> so, like, can I borrow some dressing? <laughs> you don't have to bring now. We have some to go containers. So, yeah. uh, but definitely. Um, so, we're going to, I need to work on a menu for that. And um, uh, I know we're going to do Cornish hand because my mother in law would cook them every year. And, um, so we'll work that out. But. Yeah, I don't know if my family's doing like they may do something. I'm gonna do like you a, a small Cornish hen for myself. I'm gonna try to replicate my my grandmother's dressing. I was able to copy it once. I don't know what I did. I don't know, but it was off the chain. <laughs> and then after that, I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, so I'm gonna try to do that, and then I'm gonna do these crescent sweet potato bites. Um, I got my containers from Dollar Tree. They have um, these um, good tins now with the lids. They're $5, so uh, they're coming up in the world, but they look like this little pastries. Oh, okay. They have marshmallows, pecans. I already got my stuff. Hold on, Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a call coming in. Hold on. Call from Novella Martin. Uh, Miss Martin. Welcome to the show, Miss Martin. How you doing? Hey, Curtis. How are you? It's so good to see you. I'm enjoying the show. I've been missing you guys, but 
it's just good to see y'all. And you're talking about the Christmas dinner, and you know, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I'm going to miss it, you know, when we do the Christmas dinners or Thanksgiving or whatever. Yes. We're at Sean and Monica's house. You always bring something. I, I am missing that so much. <laughs> well, if if I do some, um, I know we, I'm gonna cook something at the house. I don't know what, but I would definitely. Uh, now for Thanksgiving, I did do drive-bys and drop them off because I I was like, hey, put it on the porch, ring the doorbell, and I'm gone. <laughs> uh, He's serious about that. I met him at a Ross parking lot. <laughs> I don't think yeah we didn't even go out uh, for Thanksgiving, but yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, just say uh, Merry Christmas to you guys, and y'all just have a wonderful rest of the season. And I'm gonna expect you to do me a drive by. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, listen, audience. Whatever he cooks, it is the bomb. <laughs> I appreciate it, Miss Morton. And uh, you know, you know, Daddy, he be making some some good ribs over there. And I'm like, man, I'll barbecue, but. But uh, Daddy Martin, he really barbecues. So when he bring no ribs, yeah. they they leave quick. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he he loves that. He loves that. And we just miss we just miss not being with you guys. We just enjoy you so much, and we just love you so much. So we'll be back into it again. I can't wait to just run up and hug all of you guys. I can't wait either. Because <laughs> we're we actually we get together quite a bit uh we would all come together didn't have to be a holiday just somebody say hey yeah when yeah when COVID goes back home (laughs) 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 he's just just warning himself out just born now he's not welcome anymore exactly you have a home COVID (laughs) (laughs) it's time for you to go say hi to you now, I appreciate and it. Your guest. Uh-huh. This okay. is I, I appreciate it. Love you too. And I and if I cook something, I would definitely bring it over. Thanksgiving, I accidentally cooked six sweet potato pies. Yeah, accidentally on purpose. No, you didn't. <laughs> I accidentally cooked sweet six of them. And I was like, okay, I have to get rid of these oh. pies. <laughs> so oh. so if I if I don't know if I'm gonna bake anything for Christmas, but I I'm definitely gonna cook something and I do a drive by, I call you and let you know that um uh you hear somebody ring on your door, it ring the doorbell and walk off. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be on the curve waving at you. So um All right. All, all right. right. I'll be expecting that. Okay. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Bye-bye. That's what I'm telling my see COVID had messed a lot of things up this year because all our friends we talk and uh we try to get to well we talk uh try to make a purpose to c- call everyone at least every week or something see how they doing uh see if they need anything but we were close um so that's a good thing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go to my sister's, probably watch Christmas movies, and just hang out. Hey, with the dog because he misses me. We're gonna be here, uh, probably catching up on shows because um, 
uh, my wife is working quite a bit this time of the year. And then um, um, we have to, I guess, we'll look on uh, the fire stick, see if we could catch up on Gray's Anatomy since AT&T is still tripping. <laughs> um, so we're going to have to do that, too. Um, yeah, everybody definitely need to stay safe because it is getting worse. The numbers are getting out of hand. Um, but just like Miss Martin, y'all could call also. You could call. Please do not block your number. Um, yeah, Darren, call in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw this thing and said, uh, call me. <laughs> I don't know who that was for. Who said call me? Uh, I think it was uh, Darren that put it out there. Oh, okay. Uh, his definitely call in um, and let us know what y'all doing for Christmas. What are your plans? Um, and and I think I'm going to have to do a show um, on uh, on uh, music because yeah, know, like because I think we talked about that before like our uh, top 10 or something like that we were talking about trying to incorporate uh, sharing our music and things like I'm, that, talking about them. I know one song I was thinking about last night with uh oh, Daryl said he's gonna call in in one minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, one song that um, um, uh, Marcellus, I was trying to think of last night and I thought about it once I got off the air was uh, Carl Sims, I'm Trapped. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, that <laughs> that makes you say, wow. So it's it's definitely um, a lot of good music. That's why I it, this year is going to be off the chain. That's a, I could tell y'all, but we're finna make some changes these next couple of weeks while we're not on the air. Trust me, I'm still reachable. I'll be going on social media from time to time but i'm working hard behind the scene to set up some new things for the new year we're going to be making some big changes for the new year so uh definitely um uh, be a part of oh we got another call hold on real quick call from Speak okay. on it, Darren. <laughs> hey. How you doing? How you doing? Yes, we live on there. Yeah, I just thought I'd call in. I'm on a try to turn the speakerphone off here, but it's not that good. Well, anyway, I just thought I'd give you a call and let you know I enjoy your show. It's not a different conversation. I just can't really hear you there, though. You can't hear me? Hold on, let me. No, I can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, was, I was letting you talk. I was like, wait a minute, you can't hear me? <laughs> I came up with your came up to me on my recommendation list on YouTube. And I figured, well, I can give it a shot. I got nothing to lose. Having technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a, like, I type a lot on there and I just don't want to piss anyone off. You're fine. Yeah, try to cut your uh, speaker down on your uh, key, on your TV or on your uh, computer. Um, I'm hearing feedback on it. I guess uh, you're trying to listen. Yeah, I can't hear. 
I couldn't hear you on the phone earlier. I can now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, I enjoy the show. It's uh, provoking to talk about music tonight. It's pretty, pretty interesting. I got a new band I got to check out here. I already got them keyed up on YouTube. <laughs> Which one do you have to queued yeah, up? After the show. But I'm, I'm in Canada. I live like, I'm straight north of you. I'm in uh, Brandon, Manitoba. Okay. Okay. I know radio is in Canada also. I think the, what's happening down there is horrific. I think I think the nation the nation can do a lot better, and it's just I don't know why the will's there, and then there's so there's fifty two people that are just destroying for your nation. I can't get I can't fathom that how there's no control on those fifty two people. I, you have a Second Amendment. They're committing genocide. Yeah. And no one's saying anything. If that happened in Canada, our politicians would be in jail right now if they did. <laughs> anything like that would happen. would happen in the United States right now. would have happened in Canada. They would be in jail. They'd be locked up for, inc- for incompetence, for one thing. But for murder, negligent homicide, manslaughter. Exactly. 300,000 dead, that's genocide. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all genocide when it's in other countries. <laughs> that's, you know, in America, that's just the American way, but everywhere else it's genocide. Because they're dying with no kidding. The government's not acting. It's an embarrassment. Yes, it is. And, and that's why we... So many things. I, see, I, I can see her talking, but I can't hear her. And... Uh, I feel like it's a one-sided conversation. <laughs> oh no, we can hear you clearly. Can you hear him clearly? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He's saying he can't hear me. Yeah, I was kind of like rolling on the tablet up and looking real low. Thing. But yeah, no, I'm. Okay. Boost up my, my thing. Yeah, I just turned up my tablet both so I can hear it now. But yeah, no, it's it's concerning because it happens south of the, like you know, our countries are very connected. Yes. No matter how you look at it, we are connected in uh, transportation. Like the highway between Texas and Manitoba, with your statement travels down there. That's the longest, one of the longest highways in the world from Churchill, Man- or from Lynn Lake, Manitoba down to Dallas, Texas. It goes all the way. Yes, it so, does. And you know, there's a lot, lot of Indians going there. And what happens there now on, for COVID is impacting our efforts. And we have to, we literally have to put stickers on cars that come across the border so they don't get out, so the Americans that live in Alaska don't get out of their cars because they're shooting to go up there for hunting trips. Wow. White privilege in Canada will get them through and they think Canada doesn't care. Well, we do. And we stop them. They're they're not getting through. And they they can't even get a hotel. It's a straight through drive. Switch drivers, gas up. (laughs) <laughs> get out yeah and that's our attitude towards it we're you know i live i live in the country on acres i'm retired i retired young but i got i got time to to develop uh what are what are my political views i guess you say I'm, I'm a very liberal person i believe that a government's job and responsibility is to move its nation forward and that means every person you don't exactly make classes of people education should be for everyone 
and it should be a quality education, not with the individual who can afford, but what the nation can afford. Exactly. And what I see happening, like, like I watched, I watched these videos from schools in Kentucky. They got a museum there that actually teaches children that there are dinosaurs on Noah's Ark. And you can watch, like I talked to you about, I watch Kentucky like a hawk because I hate Mitch McConnell and I'd like to, you know, just and slap the stupid out of him because he is a detestable human being. And he's, I believe he's also criminal liable. It's aggravating. It makes you mad. And to know there's nothing I can do about it here, but at least I'm popping on some conversations and say hello and offer support. Hey, I appreciate it. I have to go through all the right wing news sites and sometimes too. Don't get me wrong. Like when those proud boys were marching through Washington, I was all over their channels calling them douchebags and making them know that they're real assholes. And, uh, oh, I guess I was putting every time out on every one of their channels for dozens of times. I, I enjoyed it every second. But that's that's, that's a good thing, Darren. I don't think I'm talking to you now. I can see them sitting there and they're like, oh, no, no, can we get a moderator? <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate it because um, what we need come 2021, we have to have good leaders. And um, we definitely have to do that. Um, one good thing about it, we want to open up the phone lines where people can call more and uh, be a part of the show, be a part of it because we have some good things coming up here in uh, 2021 and we have to work together to beat COVID. We cannot just go around uh, one person wear a mask, one person don't. And we all have to come together and work together to beat this. We just do not have the best leader that would, express that that's the reason why we trying to uh, that's the reason why american people have spoken and got them out of office and when the new administration come in we're going to hold them accountable so um real quick before we let you go there what's your plans for i didn't hear you the world celebrated when donald trump lost the election the exactly Celebrated. Exactly. We'll move uh, towards better things. Like my hair stopped saying white. Wondering what that douchebag's going to say the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing surprised this oh, mean. Oh yeah, you, whatever you can throw out there and insult someone or insult some government because he's the man. Well, I hope he, I hope the First Nations. In communities like the Navajo and the Cree and the, the Cheyenne and the Sioux and the, and the Dakota. And I hope they should because they have a court system and in treaties that federal government neglect is accountable and the Cree and the bands have a say in that, not the courts. Exactly. It's, 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 it's through Congress, through the treaties, and they can do that. I don't know why any band hasn't spoken up yet. Like, like I see him on the news begging for help, begging, and nothing. Doctors without borders showed up, and that's that's humiliating. Yes, it is. American soil. What? Doctors without borders showed up to, to help save people. Exactly. Like, you know, any any politician 
should be hanging their head in shame just that that happened. Because these are doctors that go into the worst places in the world. They don't go there. They don't. They get guns pulled on them. Like I'm of the mind now that you live in a savage ground state. You that disease is going to kill people. I what, what, what's the statute if you just shot someone in the face for not wearing a mask? Yeah, uh, it's crazy how it's crazy how people do do things like that. Um, but Darren, we definitely appreciate you for calling. Thank you for supporting the show, also. Uh, because what we want to do, this this is a platform for everyone. Don't mean to offend you, but it makes me mad that they would use those laws against you. And that's why they wrote those laws, so they can use them against you. I'm just mad and I think it would be a time to say, well, maybe, maybe this is the time I take a back. Exactly. Well, we definitely appreciate you. Appreciate you calling in. I'll see your number up there again. I'll see if I can get on again. Okay. You, you're more than welcome to call back. Um, come next year, we're going to have – my goal is to have the phone line open every night where you can call in whatever subject we're talking about or if it's a subject you want to talk about. And always, if it's something you want us to speak on, you can always send us an email and – um. I would always uh, speak on it or send me a message and uh, we will put it in into the uh, rotation. We will speak on it. This is a show for everyone. Uh, I don't care who you support, who you don't support. This is a platform for everyone to be able to speak their voice. As long as you are respectful, that's the only thing we ask. You have to be respectful. And from that point, we're all good. So there on the bottom of your thing here. There's nowhere to email you. I'll, I'll put it up in yeah, just a minute. On the uh, it's on there now. It's on your page, I just put it up. Oh, it's, yeah, it's on the stream. If um, I think it's a link on uh, I think it's a link okay. on on my uh, okay, Alright, Darren. Appreciate it. You have a Merry Christmas and uh, stay safe. All right. Thank you. Bye. Man, Darren, you asked him to call in. He called in. <laughs> See, that's what we want. Who going to call in? Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Radio said he was going to call in one day. Oh, yeah. He with our emotions. <laughs> uh, he said he was going to call in one day and, uh, and surprise us to call in. But, this uh, is the show to do it, Radio. Hey, the last show before next year. Call in, let us know what you End what are your plans for Christmas? Because um, this is the last show of 2020. Come 2021, it's going to be some great things coming up. Um, hey, I appreciate it, Darren. I, I I'm glad you called in and we able to hear the voice because a lot of people, for some reason, they scared to call in. And um, yeah, don't be scared. <laughs> we don't bite. Uh, we we love it when people participate and come 2020, uh, 2021, because I cannot wait until 2020 is over. We got to turn the page to this. Listen, 2021 better come in acting right. <laughs> we don't want no foolishness out of this year. Um, we're going to kick, uh, kick 2020 across the 
make a field goal with 2020 and move on because and, like, and if our government don't act right we need to uh kick them to the curb too and start over <laughs> well i wasn't gonna go that far. laws and everything we just need to revamp it and start over um i wasn't gonna go there tonight because um yeah. i still say dan patrick greg abbott uh ken patson uh ted cruz Y'all need to go. <laughs> Y'all need to go. Matter of fact, jump on that Trump train and ride out. <laughs> um, it's crazy because my wife and I, we was, oh, we got another one. Hold on. Who calling? Hold on. Radio chaos. What? Uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Stop uh, the press. We got the world-famous Radio Chaos on the show. What's going on, Radio? <laughs> Hold on. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? We're doing great. We're doing great. Enjoying this night. He's I a real person. <laughs> <laughs> man. So now you've got two Canadians on your show in one night. Man, I'm so <laughs> excited and and I'm excited to hear you, but I'm still upset at you. <laughs> um, you and Marcellus both because I'm I was up late last night Googling stuff and uh, the young lady you told me to pull up and reading her testimony. Uh, yes um i was like man because i kept seeing the shades and i didn't want to say is she blind or not but yes she is blind but she's a great artist and listening uh watching the videos on her website i was like man this woman is a genius so yeah she's been around for a long long time she's one of the best jazz blues singers around She's good. She's good. Um, I was like, put it like this. When I was listening to some of her stuff, I said, this is the female version of Ray Charles. I said, she's yeah, great. She with Ray Charles, too. Oh, wow. Man, that's uh, that's good. I'm like, man. Yeah, Ray Charles used to, um, he'd be doing gigs and stuff like that, and she would come and be a guest performer at some of his concerts. Mm. I'm telling you, y'all, y'all had me up late, late yeah, last. Took you down that rabbit hole, huh? Exactly. Matter of fact, I I slept late today. I woke up. It was nine fifty one. My day normally started about four thirty, five thirty in the morning. It was nine fifty one. I said, "Boy, I needed that rest," but I appreciate it. Um, and Marcellus, I sent him a couple of clips of uh of some songs I did last night. Well, I pulled up on YouTube, called Sims. I'm trapped. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so. Yeah, I know how it is. You get on YouTube and you start finding one video, and then you go to another and another, and by the time you look at the clock, it's three hours later. Exactly. My wife. How you ended up looking up Bigfoot. <laughs> My wife. I mean, I mean about... somebody said, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> My wife told me, she said, uh, they like you're going to be in there jamming for a while. And I said, no, I'm about to shut it down. 
hour later, I'm still in here. I'm like, look, I got to shut this down. So I blame you and Marcellus for that. I did not make it to the gym this morning because uh, I woke up late and I had a busy day. So, uh, but I'm going to have to hit it in the morning. It's going to be a struggle, especially with my wife making this cocktail. I'm like, oh, Lord. It's going to be a struggle in the morning. So, but man, it's, it's glad to finally, um, uh, finally glad I finally was able to put a, a voice with the name and I appreciate you for calling in. Um, so what are your, like I, I stumbled on your show when I was following the, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse case. Yes. I remember you telling me that. And yeah. And we're going to have to keep an eye on it because they're going to try to get them off. They're going to try. If people stop stop following that case, before we know it, he'll get off. And that's why we need to keep it fresh in the news and make sure people are following it. Um, a lot of cases that we covered this year um, have really been crazy. Uh, too many unnecessary killing. Um unarmed killing or, or just unnecessary killing altogether. So, but next year we are really working on some new things coming up for the new year. I think it's going to benefit everyone. And uh, we're going to, I have some work to put in the next couple of weeks to have everything up. That's the reason why we're taking the break um, to make sure I can have it ready by the time we come back and do it like that. Yeah, doing a YouTube channel is a lot of work. <laughs> yes. Um, and we're on, uh, what, five or six different platforms. So, um, and on top of that, the other projects, like the writing and stuff like that, like I'm going to try to consult with someone, uh, a company, and just try to get something going so I can get my next project out. I finished the trivia game. Now I just need to figure out what to do now. <laughs> so, so what I do now, and then maybe that'll lead to something we could do on the show. That's going to be one of the things we do. Um, both of us are still writing. I haven't written in a while, but I need to start back writing again. I um, go for the next year. My goal is to get my book out. Um, because it's a story that needs to need to be told. Um, and also radio, you know, we're going to do more with music because I see a lot of people get excited when it comes down to music. We're going to do shows on that and uh, try to get some artists on the show. So that'll be one thing we will do. Um, uh, and then the merchandise, we have merchandise, I have to put out some new merchandise that take a lot of time to design some of these. So the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be working a, a full schedule. And uh, So you're not going to do the Kurt, Jog, Kurt Dog Chainsaw? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> no, no, we, we're not going to do the Chainsaw. <laughs> um, French Press Coffee Maker? Uh, no. But I do have you coffee mugs. Uh, I do have coffee mugs. And put Kurt, Kurt on it. Yeah, I have coffee mugs, and I also have. Um, I even have some doggy clothes that you can uh, get. Doggy clothes. 
Yeah, it's some doggy clothes on there. I didn't hear you. I said right on. Cool. Yeah. So so definitely, I'm I'm gonna miss each and every one of y'all while we gone, and I'm so used to doing Sunday through Thursday, and it's gonna be like, man. Do I need to do a show tonight? <laughs> yeah. So if I mess around to come on during this period, trust me, uh, it's because I miss y'all. <laughs> so I I love it when I come on here. It's actually uh, it helps me out because some of these stories that we do cover, it can be very depressing uh, to. Here's some of these things we have to do and we have to research. You're trying to, to oh, she's trying to cash in that uh, life insurance. I don't know what she, uh, well, Christmas is right around the corner. She must have bought, uh, made a big purchase for herself. <laughs> hey. Oh, you know what? Maybe uh, we should try to do like a, a, a New Year's thing, like a virtual. Hmm? I didn't hear you. She didn't hear you, radio. I can hardly hear Miss R- Risky. Oh, oh, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe it's my connection. I don't have my ears, uh, headphones on. Maybe I should pull yeah. up the She didn't want to mess her hair up. You see how how well, her hair is leaning Sometimes my computer does weird things with volume. I hear you, Chicago. I just can't hear Miss Risky. You blocked me, bruh. <laughs> um. <laughs> But but definitely we're gonna do a lot of. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. I can. I'm hear not you. talking to you, Curtis. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Radio, can you, can you hear? Can you hear me? No, I can't. It's it's it's. I can hear that somebody's talking, but it's just really really quiet. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, we're working on that too. Uh, gonna get a get her a microphone and, and some headphones, and we're gonna make well, sure she... have the channel on, right? Because then it'll feed back into the phone, and then it it, uh, it kind of bounces back and forth. Okay. Uh, Darren said he can hear. I guess um, it kind of. I don't. I don't know. It, like I was saying earlier, you the chat wasn't working on YouTube, then all of a sudden it started working. So I don't know. Um, it might be Trump because we talk about <laughs> it so much. <laughs> He's trying to block our channels. He's trying to fire us too before you get out of office. I've been like following your politics now for 10 years because I just can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> we can't either. <laughs> I don't know what she did with this drink. But this one is good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be struggling. That's when you know it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be struggling in the morning. Uh, but I have my water container, so I'm drinking water. I I have a smart water that if uh, it tells me when I need to drink more. <laughs> so, but radio, I. Um, it was the uh, Oak Cliff knockout, I believe, and she <laughs> added. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's wrong? I'm thinking that's the name of it. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to know what the just knockout. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it's called Cliff Knockout or something, and and then she added a little shot to it. I don't know. Is is it me or is it getting kind of hot in here a little bit? <laughs> you with them jerky drinks. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know if y'all can tell, but I'm kind of sweating. <laughs> Yeah, you gonna have to loot the uh, dab. <laughs> Where's your cloth at? Right. Oh, it's right here. Hold on, yeah. little dab, little dab. <laughs> I'm up here sweating. Then the lights don't help, so uh, <laughs> so that's. Oh yeah, I I do because <laughs> trust me, I'm a struggle in the morning because when I go work out, uh, I drink. Uh, two thirty-six ounce bottles of water, two sixteen ounces of water, and this is all within an hour, because I work oh, wow. out in extreme heat. So, uh, <laughs> so it it, it gets very hot, but it's good though. It's good. Yeah. Um, so when I go work out in the morning, I know I'm gonna be struggling, but I'm a I'm gonna do what I have to do. And um, um, but man, <laughs> yeah, that's a hard workout, but it's good though. It's good. It's definitely good. Like I said last month, I lost eleven pounds from I found it. <laughs> I gotta get back on track. Yeah. Um, that's good for your well-being too. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, because I want to get back to um uh my smaller size that I used to be. So that's what I'm working out for, trying to get back in shape. And it's paying off quite a bit. So I love it. Um when I go in there, I put on some um uh, good music. Um Sometime I go in there and listen to Three O by Sean Martin. I don't know if you had the opportunity to, to listen to it yet, but definitely check it out. Um, check him out. Or I love old school gospel, so I'll put on either Kurt Franklin or Lee Williams and um, or John P. Key, and um, I do that. So, but I just go in there and just stay focused. Stay focused and go in there and work out, do what I have to do, and come on up out of there. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, so this year, I'm going to be in better shape. I'm going to, uh, for the show, we're going to do some uh, amazing things coming up for the year. Uh, Miss Risky and I are going to be doing some, um, some uh, probably Zoom calls or something, and making sure we have everything on order and we're going to do some great things this year. So I appreciate you radio. I appreciate you for supporting the show. Uh, you've been a ride or die since you first came on. Um, and also, uh, I know we had a, had a block, uh, a person, which I did not want to, <laughs> but once you start oh, being, no choice. Yeah, once you start being disrespectful like that, you don't leave me a choice. And that's one thing I, I would not tolerate. Um, yeah, I wonder what happened to him. He really went off the rails there the last couple of times he was on. 
you know that old saying, drugs is a terrible thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, allegedly, I don't know. But one thing about it, uh, when I tell everyone at the end of the show, I love each and every one of you. I mean that because I don't love is a, a word you just don't throw around just for the fun of it. When I tell someone I love them, I do love them, even if I've never met you. But I always want to see everyone that I'm connected to. I want to see you win. And by telling someone you love them, you can actually save their life. Because unfortunately, it's a lot of people that have gone their entire life and never had anyone to tell them that they love them. That's why I treat everybody with with respect. Uh, but we've been having some characters coming on the show uh, for the last couple of weeks. And it's okay. I'm all right. But but I have it's been... pretty lucky because it's, it's been pretty tame. Like some channels, it just gets overrun with trolls. Huh? Yeah, a lot of channels do. Um, matter of fact, um, uh, I listen to Sirius XM in the morning sometime. Uh, I used to listen to them quite a bit. And um, uh, Joe Madison, um, he would get trolls call in. And the funny thing about that, sometimes when you call this show, you may be on hold for 30 or 45 minutes just to troll somebody. I'm like, like, you have nothing like, else better to do. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, hold on. And Joe be like, so you mean to tell me you wasted all that damn time on hold just to come on here to troll me? You don't have nothing better to do. Huh? I didn't hear you. Uh, trolling trolling's like an industry now. It's, it's almost like a full-time job to some people. Yeah. Some people get a kick out of it. They really get a kick out of it. I personally don't. I listen to other podcasts. I just listen to them. But also, I go back and listen to mine and, and realize what I could do different. And that's what we're going to implement come the first of the year. Uh, some of the changes I've listened to on shows. And I'm going to change a lot of things coming up for the first of the year. I've been good. I, I'm, I'm proud of myself because um, when the guy called the other day, uh, <laughs> when the guy called the other day and he was uh, uh, trying to run the show and I didn't cuss him Patriot out. Guy? Which one? The Patriot dude from yes. Uh, yes. State? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I told my wife, I said, I was proud of myself because I didn't cuss. I didn't cuss. Now, he sent several messages in after he got off the phone, but I just had to let him know, you are, you do understand this is my show, right? Um, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it is. Okay, well, you're not going to out-talk me and you're not going to bring false information on the show. And I I went to his page, and I'm like, oh, Lord, all this conspiracy theory is crazy. So, and I know because um, what's crazy, 
I, resp- I, I go back and read whatever comments come in. A lot of comments come in after the show. So I go back and I read them and I get a lot of positive feedback from the show, from people that I never heard of. Some of them subscribe to the channel. Some of them don't. And that's good. So that's what it's all about for me is if I can uh, make somebody happy. Uh, just for a couple of minutes, let them take their mind off of whatever they're going through. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what we're going to focus on come in the upcoming year. Uh, we're going to do a lot of things that's going to be positive. And, um, but we still going to talk about the, <laughs> a lot of stuff that goes on in the world because that's stuff that needs to be spoken on. And people don't, a lot of times people don't hear about it until we talk about it. And that's another thing. Yes, it will be. It definitely will be. And um, I'm all for it. I'm up for the challenge. Um, uh, uh, we're going to try to have more counselors on at least once a week. That's what we're working out. And um, so hopefully we could do that and um, bring some people together. So um man i i appreciate your support um i knew when i first met you when you first came on the show i knew you was legit i said okay let me do this and um and i appreciate you um what what plans do you and your family have for christmas I can barely hear you. Uh, the big gathering, so, oh, there it is. Uh, probably just keep it pretty quiet. And me personally, I kind of, I prefer uh, like a quiet Christmas rather than running around all over. I'm a guy that does all my uh, shopping on Christmas Eve, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's normally most guys. <laughs> I start shopping in January. <laughs> personally, it's not really going to make that much of a difference. Um, but, uh, you know, I know other people like it's they like to go visit all the relatives during the time. And uh, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to do that this year. But uh, hopefully next year, it'll all be back to normal or somewhat back to normal. Exactly. And like I said earlier, normally we go see my in-laws. I have some wonderful in-laws. Um, but this year, we're not going to be able to see them. And we talked. My mother-in-law called my wife yesterday, but then we talked to her again today, and she was apologizing. I said, look, Mom, I'm going to be honest with you. I prefer not to come to put y'all at risk, not put us at risk, because we could wait. We could re- have Christmas anytime. So what we're going to do is a Zoom call, and um, that's what we're planning on doing this year. We'll do a Zoom call. I'm a cook at home, and I I have to take Miss Martin a plate. So, <laughs> um, I know so. I got a, a bunch of gifts for my cousins, the baby cousins, and I'm just gonna drop it off and um, just uh, leave it at my grandmother's, and then they're just gonna when she comes by, put it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be like, here you go. Yep. All right, slow down and raise your window down, and we'll toss it to you and keep going. My uh, gifts are too big for the window, so. <laughs> so I pretty much got them everything I would play with now. 
Okay, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you, radio. Oh, my mother's best friend. She just died from COVID a month ago. Oh wow, man! Sorry to yeah, hear she that. Got it and uh, in three days was dead. Wow, and yeah. that's why a lot of a lot of people feel like COVID is fake. They don't realize it. That's like now when we start talking about it. The other day I mentioned we was at three hundred thousand. Uh, deaths for COVID, but now we had 311,000. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're coming up on 400,000. That's as many Americans that were killed in the Second World War. Yeah. And they've done it in, a, in less than a year. Man. COVID. And a lot of this could have been prevented if um, if uh, we if had I a great leader. Yeah. If we had a great leader, even Texas is um twenty twenty five thousand one hundred sixteen uh deaths. So wow. where I am we got an alert like they were like Denton County we ain't got no beds uh stay at home and <laughs> we are to capacity right now and we're hitting and all social records. And I think um last night between Fort Worth for between Dallas County and Tarrant County, I think it was over almost, and don't quote me, I think it was almost 4,000 cases. I think one of them had 18, well, almost 3,000 cases. I think one had 18 and one had um, uh, 12,000 or something. Uh, I, it, it's insane how, how it went so politicized down in your country there. I, I thought it, I thought when COVID hit, I thought, well, you know, maybe the Republicans and the Democrats will put their, you know, differences aside and at least fight this thing. And then it just, within a month, it just went, it went off the rails. Yeah, it's still, we still well, don't know. <laughs> it's hard to fight it when you have a leader in place that don't think it's real. Well, I won't say he didn't think it was real because he did lie for several months how bad it was instead of coming out and telling us how bad it was he went and told someone in private how bad it was and because of that that's the reason why we're in this situation today and but people still didn't take his role serious as well because he wasn't going to a lot of those meetings those um what do they call those uh those staff or board meetings or whatever he yeah, the briefings. He he was doing his own thing. He was running the country like a reality show. And some things are good for TV, but it's not good in office. Exactly. And um, I'm glad we're on a countdown to get him out of office. <laughs> I cannot I wait. Admit, I, you know, when, when he first got elected, I knew he was going to be bad, but I was actually surprised how stupid he is. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Okay, well, you know, he was a businessman, and then you find out, oh no, this guy, this guy really is stupid. Yeah. Exactly, and his and his niece said it the best, Mary uh, Trump. She was like, "Hey, he have some issues." <laughs> but well, a can of chicken soup would have run the White House better than he. <laughs> <laughs> I think the soup would have had more backers and support, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go further than a can of soup. 
that whole chicken in a in a can <laughs> would have been a better choice. Uh, Are you gonna try that, Curtis? Not at all. <laughs> I saw a video on that recently. Not now. You messed me up when you said it smelled bad. I'm uh, like, no, I I would not do that one. I mean, and uh, then I saw the video, and there's no. And he showed it to me, and it, yeah, it didn't smell too good. But apparently, um, um, I've seen other YouTube videos of it, and people say it, it's cooked really well. Except mm. the skin, though, it, it's like boiled it's chicken. Kind of, so the skin is just rubbery. Yeah. I think I'll tell my wife we'll do that for thing for Christmas. See how that work out. But then again, she might tell me, well, I know you're going to season it right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 if you gave somebody that, that would definitely get re-gifted. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> and also, speaking of hot sauce, I I bought some last week, and it's really good. <laughs> um, it's like a garlic flavor hot sauce. I love garlic. I love garlic, so it's like a garlic flavored hot sauce. It's really good. Like uh, red devil hot sauce. Mm -mm. Red devil is good. Um, they always sell it in like what Walmart's. <laughs> <laughs> red devil, um, but I like them. It's it's actually Texas Pete. So Texas Pete, my ball is almost gone in a week. Holler at me. Uh, I need some more hot sauce. Uh, you're right, Jay Anthony Brown do have some good hot sauce. And um, I think he have some good... Uh, I seen him at a convention years ago, and he was selling... I want to say it was barbecue sauce or something, but it, it's pretty good. So uh, Jay Anthony Brown, which is a, a, a local comedian, uh, and out there, so God, he's pretty good, but definitely, um, man, I can't believe it. Been I started this in March, and today is the last show for the year. And next year, we're gonna be excited because we're gonna do a lot of big things coming up next year. Radio, don't forget about us, we only gone for a couple of weeks, don't forget about oh. us. Uh, so quit us. we're gonna want you come back and be refreshed and um like i said i'm working on some new stuff and um i can't wait can't wait at all um radio appreciate you for supporting the show for the last what have been last three or four months or something a while <laughs> yeah i think i think i started what late september or something like that Something like that. Um, and I appreciate you um, for uh, always supporting the show, being a follower on the show. Uh, you, uh, Marcellus, even Darren, who just came on. Um, I'm I'm always happy to have new people come on. I'm very open. You can ask me anything. I will answer. Um uh, I always warn people before you ask me something, ask yourself, do you really want to know the answer? <laughs> Cause I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. So, uh, and so 
I'm I'm just that type of person, an open person. And um I'm I'm looking forward to the new year. It's gonna be hard for me not to come on and uh do the show. Uh Marcella's I'm still borderline kind of messed up, which uh mad at you, but bless you too. But we we're gonna do some shows next year where we're gonna talk about different uh type of music. And um uh, hopefully we'll have it where we had the rights to play certain type of music or a snippet of them. So um, may even play a couple of games. Name that tune. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll figure out something. Yes, we will. Yeah, an old game show, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Name that tune. Well, that was uh, coming back out um, um, next uh, next month. That was Jamie Foxx, right? No, that was the Shazam. But no, oh, name that yeah. tune is coming back. Like a lot of okay. the, they're revamping a lot of the old shows because you know okay. people can't do. I didn't hear you. I, th- I think it was some guy named Wink Martindale or something hosted it. Okay. Well, there's a lot of good shows coming b- back out. They doing remix. I've seen something about um. Uh, it was some show they talking about redoing. Was it Family Matters? Family Matters is a TV show. Well, um, yeah. No, they're bringing. I know the dinosaurs are coming back to. Di- they're going to be on Disney. So pretty much all the old shows we grew up with, because nobody can think for themselves and create. So they're just dusting off old shows that we enjoyed, and hopefully they're not going to mess them up. Oh wow. Do y'all know when Name That Tune came out? Probably in the 40s. Came out in 52. Before all of us were born. December the 20th, 1952, and it ran until September of 1985. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, that's very long. So I'm like, I'm like, wow. Uh, And they bringing it back? Oh, yeah, that's that's awesome right there. Um, there you know, are of- uh, what's the the one that's always saying dog on uh, American Idol? What's his name? He's the person doing the piano on Name That Tune. He, uh, what is his name? He used to be on Journey, I think. Oh. Uh, Black dude, lost all that weight. What is his name? Oh, uh, Randy. Randy uh, Jackson. Yeah, Randy, Randy Jackson. Yes, he's going to be on the show. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be playing the tunes that you have to guess it in however many notes. Oh, man, I might have to watch that. Like like some lady, she was like, I can name it at one. And he literally just said, ding, and she got it. I was like, (laughs) like, I'm going to need a follow-up note. (laughs) Exactly. So, So, radio, since we have you on the phone, let me ask you a question. Uh, you mentioned the other night, last night, that you play drums. Um, one question I want to ask, how long have you been playing for? Oh, man. Uh, about 36 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and also, do you have any... Uh, who was the most famous person you ever played with? that you'd love to play with and would love to play with them again? 
Um, well, if I never got a chance to really work with any famous people. I did like cover band work, which is like basically you're playing covers in in bars, cruise ships, casinos, and things like that. Um, probably one of the um, most well-known guys that I played with, he was in a uh, he played guitar in a band called Harlequin, which was like big here in Canada. Okay. Um. And the funny part was, he was down on his luck, so he was borrowing money from me and stealing all my cigarettes when I did play with him, so I didn't really want to continue working with the dude. Mm. And you said it was called Harlequin? Harlequin. It was called Harlequin. It was a, it was a pop rock band from uh, like late 70s, early 80s. It sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the genre of music I'm into, I think I, I've heard the, of them. I'm almost. I can't, really hear, I can't hear Miss Risky. I can hear um, somebody's talking, but I can't hear what they're saying. Okay. Can you hear Risky? Or did you freeze? Oh, no, I thought I you. Hear, I can hear you, Curtis. And yeah, he can't hear me too well. It's very low. But, just let them know. I think I've, I've heard of that band Harlequin. I'm uh, thinking that's in my. Oh yeah, it probably her earphones if she move a certain way. Um, well, they couldn't hear me without uh, when I didn't have them on. So it's something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure next year we're gonna do it right. Um, make sure she get her microphone. Um, yeah, because if I listen to the stream, then it's out of sync with the phone. So I'm listening to like what happened 30 seconds ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're that's some of the things we're gonna work on coming up the next year, and um, it's gonna be uh, pretty good. Um, uh, Marcellus actually said Corey Henry is a great musician that y'all should listen to. You will be amazed. He actually part of uh, Snarky Puppies also. Um, he's a great artist. I'm telling you, if Snarky Puppy have put together a great band of a mixed crowd, uh, check them out. Check them out. Because um, they are great. That's all I can tell you. They are great. So Corey Hines, Henry, I have heard of him, and I heard him play. So um, check him out. Um, and like I say, right now, our, our local artists, we definitely need to support them. Um, one other question, um, Radio. Now, I know you said you haven't played with anyone famous. But if you have one person you could play with, who would it be? Uh, wow, man, there's a lot. But, like, um, probably in, like, Miss Risky's era, like the 80s, it would be Peter Gabriel. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in country, um, yeah, Brooks and Dunn, you know, those guys were good musicians. I, I enjoyed their band. They'd be fun to play with. And probably in jazz, I'd have to say uh, the Brecker Brothers. Okay. Man, <laughs> that's very interesting. Boy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, playing a lot of cover music, like I get to play like a lot of different styles and things. So you know, you get to you get to listen to it. And it's funny, all the stuff that I do at work, like when I'm working, I don't listen to at home. Like I don't listen anymore to like the stuff on the radio because that's what I'm playing most of the time. Yeah. Okay. And and definitely. Um... Now, you was telling us last night, even though during COVID, you still practice for four hours uh, playing the drum. Oh, yeah, you have to. That's, that's good. That's... Uh, well, there was, a, there was a period where I think I took a year off from playing, and then I came back to it, and it was so frustrating because you're so used to being able to do things at a certain level, and what happens is all your muscles go... And so you go to pull things off and it's just not coming out like the way that you want it. So um, you never want to let let uh, yourself get too much out of shape because then you have to really, you know, buckle down and start practicing. It's, it's like being an athlete. If you don't play basketball for a year and then you come back to the court and play a full game, you're just going to feel one step behind. Man, that's that's great. Um because the thing is, whatever your goals are, you have to uh, continue to work. Even after being in, in mu- being a musician for 36 years, you're still working on your craft. Um, that's one of the struggles I had by this being our first year as a um, uh, doing the podcast. I told Miss Risky, I said, "Look, I need to take a break, but I don't know if I want to." But I I have to if I want to make the show better, I have to take that time to revamp everything and come back stronger than what we have before. And uh, people are always welcome. I'm on social media. Um, I'm out and about. I wear a lot of my shirts, <laughs> so um, uh, people talk to me about it. And we have a lot of new people coming on from all different platforms. So we're okay with that. And you can always catch the old shows on YouTube, Spotify. Um, so this upcoming year is going to be great. Going to be very great. Uh, uh, I know I'm probably going to get Jeff on this. But R. Kelly had a great live. R. Kelly is a genius. I would. I've seen R. Kelly several times in concert. R. Kelly just a little bit sick in the head. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, well, most geniuses are like off in some way, <laughs> like Michael Jackson. Um. So. Yeah, R. Kelly was great. And I felt like uh <laughs> Okay. Um Michael Jackson uh, was quirky and weird and had some stuff going on. Uh R. Kelly clearly. <laughs> yeah, and and I think I think with um R. Kelly, he should have had some people around. R. Kelly is I don't want to say the Donna Trump of music, but well, he, he actually like he did great music. Yeah, but he, was he just had it. Trump had what I mean, abilities. what I mean about the Donna Trump of music is the fact how Donna Trump said, 
uh, grabbing women by the coulda cat. And that's what I'm talking about. R. Kelly had a thing about peeing on folks. And unfortunately, no, we just was, know about the one. <laughs> yeah, but he, he have a lot young. of allegations against him. him so we'll give him that because that was from Penn and Teller. I didn't hear you. Penn and Teller, what? You know, the two magicians in Vegas, Penn and Teller, the guy Penn? Yes. Well, he was on The Apprentice and he said there was two things about Donald Trump that he noticed. One was he never actually heard him ever laugh, like at a joke. Uh-huh. And the other thing was he couldn't relate to music. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that tells you a lot because everybody loves music. Music is, is, is good for the soul, as Marcella said earlier. It can change your vibe for that day, listening to great music um well there are some people they can listen to music and it just it just there's no connection to it they don't know why people listen to it it's just i guess their brain doesn't process it i don't know yeah i i love music i love it i definitely love it um but yeah man this has been a great night don't want to end it uh <laughs> but you know, Marcella's putting stuff in. Uh, R. Kelly said, "I'm an older man that love it." Oh, uh, women! I actually thought when when R. Kelly did the song with Kurt Franklin, uh, Mary J. Blige, I said, "You know what?" I felt like R. Kelly was going to come out with a full gospel album because, and he's one of those type of p- people that could have done it. But mentally, he had the wrong people around him because once when you get to a certain status, people is a uh, they're going to agree with whatever you want them to agree with. But I'm glad the friends that I have, they keep it real with me and they will tell me, hey, man, you effing up. Get it right. They have no problem with being honest with me. And that's the type of people you need around you. Someone who's going to tell you the truth. If you're making a mistake, they're going to come to you and tell you the truth. And I respect the person that can do that. Um, uh, yes, he do. R-, R. Kelly, I felt at one point in his life, a lot of songs that he'd done, every album he came out with was better than the last one. I'm a big fan of R. Kelly music, only the music. But what he did in his personal life, I cannot get down with. That's just not me. Uh, R. Kelly is great. Matter of fact, it's a song um, that was on the Chocolate album that that accidentally uh, seeped out. And I, I actually... Um, Wanted to play that song at my wedding when he was singing to um, singing to the woman, um, Love Life or something like that. But it's a great song. So that's, um, unfortunately, that's our Kelly issue. But, hey, radio, I appreciate you, man. You can, next year we're going to have it where we can call in. We'll put a limit on it because 
Um, I have to be respectful for Miss Risky Time. She have to go to work in the morning, and she she got that look on me like, "Hey, what hey, we doing?" Let nobody, my eyes are uh, <laughs> seeing nothing right now. No eyes are getting getting low, but I definitely appreciate everyone that called in tonight. I thought Marcellus was going to try to call in, but he may be at work tonight. So, um, uh, well, Mr. Kurtog, have a good Christmas, and Miss Risky, have a nice Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, I guess I'll see you in January. Hey, I appreciate it. You do the same. Stay safe. Uh, uh, enjoy your Christmas. Spend time with your family. Uh, family is definitely important. And until next year, I appreciate you. And uh, we will do it all over again come January. All right. Sounds good. Well, take care of both of you. All right. Have a good one. Thank you for calling in, Radio. Peace. Man, got Radio and and, uh, Darren Patterson both calling in. I'm like, man, I'm I'm having a good night. Uh, uh, Same to you, Marcellus. Oh, Lord. Good night, guys. I just got off work. Merry Christmas to everyone. Share the love. I appreciate it. But Mother Martin, uh, Miss Martin, man, she's so so sweet. Um, And so I'm going to definitely have to um, uh, fix her and uh, Mr. Martin a plate, slide it by there and drop it off. And ring the doorbell and, and go get back in the car and roll off. So, uh, um, so that's good. But Miss Risky, let the people know where they can find you at. Um, I am everywhere online. Um, Instagram, that's where I live. Uh, R S K E E. Um, you can find my works on R S K E E books.com. Or just Google uh, Risky, and uh, a lot of my stuff will pop up on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Um, so check it out. There you go. And you did finish the trivia game, and yeah, I just don't have the like. I have all the questions. I have the backgrounds. I just don't know where to go from here. <laughs> Now, if there's someone out here that can lead her in the right way, how to get this game published. Uh, definitely reach out to her or uh, you can follow her on all social media uh, and risky um, and reach out to her or if you need to send an email and I can uh, definitely give her the message. Um, also, if it's a a um, someone in the book industry that can uh, agent. Um, that are looking for some new writers, uh, definitely reach out to us. We both have books out. Well, Miss Risky have a series of books out and currently working on, what was it, three more? And I found two more that I was like, oh, I never finished those either. <laughs> oh, so five more but, books. But one I'm working on, I, I want to get that out because it's a different, it's a change of pace. It's like Supernatural. Um, it's going to be uh, fused with my life, um, but with supernatural powers. Mm. And also, <laughs> uh, 
with myself. Um, my book is, I'm looking to have it published this year. It's actually a great book. Um, it's based on my life. Some of the things I've gone through. Um, and it's very interesting. So, and everything that is in the book is true. Uh, some people may not agree with it, but it's the truth. Um, when you read it, you'll be like, did you really go through this? Yes. So um, uh, if there are some um, book agents out there that are, are looking for for a couple of new artists, you have two right here. You can reach out to us. And both of us are uh, feel like our material can become movies. So uh, definitely reach out to us and we can uh, set it all up. You can follow me on all, well, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter every once in a while, but I need to do more on Twitter, uh, YouTube, um, uh, Instagram. Mainly you can catch me closely on Instagram and YouTube, but if you send a message on either one of the platforms, I can always uh, get the get the alert and I will respond back. So um, pray that everyone stays safe uh, during Christmas and um, please protect yourself, please, because this virus is haven't gone nowhere. Uh, the hospitals are full and it's getting worse. Even though we have a vaccine, have vaccine, it's still getting worse. So, uh, so definitely protect yourself. If you have to, uh, view your family by Zoom uh, for the ones that have lost loved ones. I know you want to be there, but unfortunately, you have to protect yourself. Um, other than that, until next year. Um, until next year, uh, we love each and every one of you. And if you have any show ideas, anything you want us to speak on, uh, you can send us an email of a topic. And also, if you're thinking about starting up a podcast and want the opportunity of a platform that is growing, uh, definitely reach out to me. We can See if we could team up, um, regardless of what you're talking about. We could team up and see about doing things like that for the new year, also. So, did I miss anything, Miss Christy? I don't know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not boy. Look at the love. <laughs> now, listen, he has my, my, my uh, I know, my I know. But we're it, we're trying. It's our last show. We're trying to squeeze in and squeeze everything. Share some love. And um, but other than that, hey, enjoy your Christmas. But be smart and be safe. Be smart and be safe because we want to see y'all back here next year when we come back in January. So until then, I love each and every one of you. Um. And be safe. Until then, peace.